Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Hey, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. Today's the second week in January. We only have 51 more weeks left in this year. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, very very optimistic this this, uh, well, this just, afternoon, uh, morning, uh, whenever you're listening. Uh, is it? Uh, no, welcome to, welcome to 2023. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't even know what to talk about, to be honest with you. Um, uh, why don't we just go right to our introduction? Cause yeah, really, I mean, is there anything? Know. We're only two weeks in. I mean, how? Never mind. My name is Tommy Pate. I am a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden, North Carolina, just outside of Greenville. Our Greenville, North Carolina. Yes. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. You can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, that's www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we regularly rotate through. It has uh, what our links to Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. YouTube. I know there's something that was else. the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. Uh, it has uh, a radio show, Taking Care of Business, which is a podcast. It also has upcoming events. Has our schedule if you'd like to get on our calendar. It's just a a well a well done face uh, website, <laughs> website page. Yes, I'm having difficulty this morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd really encourage y'all to check out the the YouTube channel, especially in the the upcoming months. We've got several really great videos coming out all about really pertinent topics. You know, you hear these buzzwords thrown around about inflation, recession, interest rates, all that sort of thing. And we've got a few videos coming up that kind of break each of those down in great detail about why this stuff happens, why there have been so many interest rates. Uh, what is a recession? Are we in a recession? What is inflation? How does it have that sort of thing? It really just kind of pulls back the veil. So I'd really encourage y'all to check that out um, over the next couple of months. A lot of really, really great information. Like I said last week, um, our guy that made these videos made us look professional and knowledgeable, which is a, a feat unto itself. So um, anyway. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the uh, videos have been so good, the ones on YouTube that Perhaps the federal government could look at it and they could understand what a recession is. And, yeah. <laughs> There's actually one of the videos was a Q and a, um, with he and I, where it's more, more of an informal setting where the, the main question is, are we in a recession? And I think at one point, I think I know I did. I can't remember if you did too. I said out loud, contrary to what Jerome Powell and the federal reserve board think, uh, we are in a recession, whether they want to admit it or not. But so that'll probably get taken down and flagged immediately. I'll probably have like ATF busting down my door or something like <laughs> that. Get on it. Um, did you mention the events coming up? We have a, um, let me see. We have at the end of this month, we have a state of the markets mm-hmm. webinar. And then in March, we are having a, our first retirement plan seminar in Edenton. More about that as we solidify the details. Yep. George, what is a resolution? You know what? That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I, really, I, w- I was thinking of two de- two definitions. Oh, well, what are they? Well, a resolution is, uh, the first thing that came to mind was the the concluding of a conflict or a problem, you know, coming to a resolution, which means finding a solution. 
uh, in the con- in the context we're talking about, a resolution uh, to me anyway is a goal or something new that you want to change in the new year. And that 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 definition is probably not even remotely close. That's just pretty good. A decision to do something or to behave in a certain manner. Oh, okay. Well, actually, pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Now I know everybody here's resolutions. I'm going to resolve this. I'm going to resolve that. I'm going to, uh, you know. But there are some financial resolutions that you should make this year. And out of the three people listening to this show right now, two of you haven't done what I'm fixing to say. Probably <laughs> one of you disciplined enough to do so. All right. First resolution for the year should be what do you think? Make a budget. Oh, tithing. There we go. <laughs> tithing. Um, we talk about this a lot. Uh, tithing is the act of giving a percentage of your income away to a church or a charity or uh, to something, somebody that needs help, yeah. basically. Um, I saw a really cool thing on, um, really do I say cool in Facebook in the same sense, <laughs> but I saw a really cool thing on Facebook this morning and it said, instead of when you're in Starbucks, instead of paying for the person's coffee in line behind you, why don't you call the local school and pay off a child's lunch account? Because the person in line behind you can obviously afford their coffee. Yeah. If they're, if they're ordering coffee, they can clearly pay for it. I want you to focus this year. Your resolution, number one, should be tithing. Uh, Go ahead and determine a percentage of every paycheck and give it away. And when you sit down to make your budget, and yeah, you got to have a budget, that money's gone. Um, I've been a financial planner for 39 years, a long time. (laughs) And I've never seen somebody that tithed that wasn't financially successful. If you doubt this, then perhaps you need to look up the definition of of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if financially you're doing the same thing year after year and you don't understand why you're still behind the eight ball, then perhaps try something new. Yeah, the worst thing that will happen is that Nothing will change. If you start tithing, the worst thing that will happen is that your situation won't change. And if you're already struggling, what do you have to lose by nothing changing? Well, tithing is literally putting your faith in God. Yeah, it's it's trusting that, all right, I'm taking whatever percent and i don't i don't like to get caught up on the the percentages or whatever i'm taking this money and i'm giving it to god i'm giving it to a charity i'm giving it to whoever and i am trusting in him that he will help me make new without that money mm-hmm. well and the bottom line is everything the bible says if you tithe i'm gonna take care of you this yeah. is gonna take care of you anyway yeah but if you tithe that's really showing faith in god so number one resolution tithe and if you don't have the discipline to do it, then sign up for a draft out of your checking account, whether it be to a church or to a charity, and have them get it every month. Number one resolution for 2023, tithe. Start tithing, yep. Number two, a savings account. Um, the vast majority of you probably don't have enough money in the bank for an emergency. And by emergency, I mean something as simple as, I got to get a new air condition for the house. 
I got to put tires on the car. Um, I got to pay for those bowl tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, the vast majority of, of Americans, people of American citizens, world, really probably worldwide, don't save any money. And the way to fix that is to do it automatically. Now, in preparation for this show, one of the common complaints we hear is that, well, it doesn't make much sense to save money to buy because you're only paying like nothing. Half a percent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. not even half a percent. I wish. Yeah, yeah. Not even. A tenth of a percent. Um, I went online this past week, past weekend actually, and I was amazed. There's at, probably some pretty good deals right oh now. Oh my God, there is a bank online. I'm not going to call the name because they don't pay me to advertise for them. <laughs> That I checked into the bank. It's a very, very reputable bank paying a savings account 4.15% interest. Now, so I said, there's got to be some issues here. So I went online and looked it up. A, your money doesn't have to stay there any length of time. B, no fees. C, no minimum required to draw 4.51%, whatever I say it was. 4.1%. Yeah, 4.1%. So I said, all right, this bank's got to be scam central. Mm-hmm. So I checked the bank itself. Excellent bank. Well-rated. Doesn't have a checking account. Has nothing but savings. It is, a, it is an online bank. It's an online savings bank. That devotes itself to savings. So Fat Boy here, because he has a hard time saving, immediately set up an account. And said, take a hundred bucks every Friday out of my checking account and put into this online account. Now, I'm doing two things by doing this. Number one is I'm forcing myself to save. Mm -hmm. Number two, because it's online, I'm probably not going to mess with it as quick as I would money in one of my local banks. Yeah, but you can easily get it back, but there's one extra step you have to go to. You have to go to a different website and request a transfer back to your bank account. So there's even that one simple step that takes maybe another minute forces you to stop and think, do I really need this money Mm -hmm. to come back to me? So if I save a hundred bucks a week in a year, I'll save $5,000. That's pretty good. Which is more than I've got. Which is more than I've saved right now, basically. Yeah. All right. Resolution number two, start a savings program, a forced savings program. <laughs> Revolu- revolution. Revolution. <laughs> it is revolution. <laughs> resolution number three, get control of your debt. Yes, especially in today's world with high interest rates. Yep. My goodness. The first step in get control of your debt is get in your wallet and take every or purse we have to be woke and appeal to both sexes. Or if you're non-binary, you're pollen or you're worse. There you go. <laughs> that was very. That was, that was very good. That was. Thank you. Yeah, you were confirming what I was going to say. Didn't that you? was better than what I was expecting. So that <laughs> yeah. was that was very good. Yes, yeah, so if you're non-binary, get your pallet, po- pollen or worse. Or you're worse. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, take every credit card out and put it. Leave it at home. If you don't have it, you can't use it. Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna take it one step further. Cut them up. Most of you don't have the the gall to do it yes well i'm telling you do it take it's it's not enough to just leave leaving them at home is great because you won't use them if they're at home but cut them up get rid of them because they're doing you no good now after that you take your saving your your debts and i want you to sit down with a piece of paper one night tonight would be good yeah what what right right after you get done listening to this show as a matter of fact you need something to wake you up anyway (laughs) Uh, write down 
every debt you have, the amount that you owe, the interest rate, and the minimum payment that you have to make. Now, we're primarily talking about um, credit cards, credit cards. And, and, and consumer debt, not, not necessarily a car payment or a house payment or college loan. Let's focus on credit card. That's be enough horror for one night <laughs> for most people. Beside each credit card, write down the amount you owe, the minimum payment, and the interest rate. Add up those minimum payments. And they're probably going to be fairly innocuous. I bet less than three or four hundred dollars uh, total. If you if you've got a huge credit card debt, take that minimum payment and add two hundred and fifty dollars to it. So if your minimum payment is four hundred dollars, then add two fifty to it. Take the worst credit cards you have, pay the minimum payment plus two hundred fifty dollars. When you say worst, do you mean interest rate or amount owed? In this case, I'm going to say the one that's aggravating you the most. Okay, so the, the not necessarily the the number best, but the one that is give, causing you the most, most grief. Yeah. Okay. And then, so if your minimum payment is 100 bucks, you're going to pay 350 With 250 going towards one credit card, the, yep. wor- the worst one of the worst. Exactly right. Yep. When that credit card is paid off, then you take that $350 you are paying on that credit card, and you carry it over to the next credit card. And you take the minimum payment of that credit card, and you add three hundred and fifty to it, and you pay that one off. Um, this is called a debt snowball. You can go online and download a variety of apps, spreadsheets. It is amazingly powerful tool. I, I'm a, every time we run one, I'm a, I'm amazed that it works as well as it does because it's really cool to see how how fast you the, can get the out vast of debt. majority of you would have your credit cards paid off in less than six years if you did something like this. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so resolution number three, get control of your debt and get rid of it. Resolution number four, look at the fees that you're paying to invest your money. The vast majority of you are paying, and I am not exaggerating, are paying two or three hundred times what you should be paying. Um, the vast majority of you are paying fees in the two, two and a half to three to four percent range a year. There are investments that are available that do a good job for as little as 0.14 percent. Now, those of you that go, I'm not paying that much. I'm only paying 1% a year. At the risk of being rude, I'll just say this. You don't know what you're talking about. Most people don't even know what they're looking at when they're talking about the fees. Yeah, if you're dealing with a broker-dealer, which is Edward Jones, Merle Lynch. uh, Any any of the big-name firms that you're familiar with. Then you are paying a minimum of 2%, most of which you don't even know about. And if you don't believe it, I'll prove it to you, by the way. That 2% comes out of your pocket. That 2% is money that should belong to you. And because you haven't taken the time to do your homework a little bit, and don't go ask the rep. The the really bad thing is the vast majority of – financial advisors we see out there don't really know what fees it is because they they that's not something they've ever had to worry about they get they get told what to do by the by the broker dealer and that's what they do so if you call your person oh you only we only pay one percent you're only paying one percent to the broker dealer 
That does not factor in what you're paying to the mutual fund company. It doesn't factor in what you're paying to Wall Street. It doesn't factor in any of this stuff. When I tell you there's a .14 situation out there, the there's a type of investment, institutional investments, that charge .14%. And then you per add year. A, That's per year. Per year, way. yeah. And then you add on whatever the planner's charging. In our case, we charge 1%. So our fee, the most expensive fee we have is 1.14%. So you can pay 3%. Or you can pay 1.14%. By paying attention to this and by making the appropriate adjustments, you have, in essence, knocked two resolutions out at one time. You increase your savings power. And in my mind, you've not dead out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great way to look at it. I've never thought about that is the fee that you're paying is a debt. It's money coming out of your pocket. Yeah, it's money coming out of your pocket that, you don't that doesn't need to be coming out of your pocket you know we when we talk with people sometimes that uh, have started working with us and we're working with a broker dealer they say wow your returns are so much better what what are you doing different we're not doing anything different we're just we're not charging as much that that's the we're, we don't have a magic crystal ball or anything like that the the way to invest money and to save money like this is to find the the cheapest best investment you can find out there and contrary to what you may have heard or been told Nobody has a crystal ball. There is no one investment that's best or better than anything else. They're all about the same. And so why would you pay 200% more than you had to when you could get the same quality investment for cheaper? Or better, actually. Or, or, or better, yeah. yeah. Uh, 99, and I'm not going to say 100%, but 99.9% .9 of the time, you are far better served dealing with an independent firm than you are a big box firm. Uh, the big box firm has big box firm fees. Resolution number four, take a look at your investments, figure out how much you're paying, and ask yourself, are you paying too much? little caveat side thing, by the way. We had a gentleman this year, or last year, rather, last year, yeah. that came to talk with us and was paying an enormous percentage of fees to one of our local uh, big box store broker dealers. When he went back and challenged them, they cut his fee by 75%. Basically to match what we were offering. Yeah, yeah. So it can be done. So resolution number one, tithe, put your faith in God. Two, set up an automatic savings program. Three, get rid of your debt. Four, look at the fees you're paying on your investments and minimize them. And the big number five, what do you think it is? Uh, have a financial plan. That would, I mean, that, that that's yeah. coming to mind. What, what are you thinking? Well, the big number five is financial. Work with a financial planner and budget. Yeah, because you can't do one through four without without a budget. Yeah, I mean, if we're ranking these in terms of importance, tithing obviously comes first, but after tithing, budgeting because you can't save money, you can't consolidate, you can't pay off debt, you can't worry about your investments if you have no clue what your cash flow is like. I mean, how, how can you possibly know how much you're going to, how much you can afford to put on a credit card extra if you don't even know how much cash you have at the end of the month? Yeah. If you want to really have a good night after you write down the debts <laughs> we talked about, <laughs> get another sheet of paper and don't use December. December is a bad month because of Christmas, Christmas and all yeah. that. But maybe you go get a bank account by a bank statement from, say, the middle of the summer. 
and write down everything you spent, every check you wrote, every debit card you used, and then beside it, use a category. Things like utilities, all right, you got to have utilities. You got to have that. But you might be horrified at what you're paying going out to eat. Or you might be horrified at what you're uh, – the vast majority of you, we will you will pay more for entertainment to the tune of, golly, six to ten times more for entertainment than you do for tithing. Yeah. Uh, you probably pay six to ten times more for entertainment than you do for debt reduction. You probably pay six to ten percent uh, six to ten times more for entertainment than you do in retirement savings. So resolution number five is understand how you're spending your money and get the relation, get the uh, proportions as they should be. Yeah, if you're if you're if we're talking about all this stuff, you know, set up a savings program, pay off debt, and you say, well, I can't afford to do any of that. And we're putting forward that what you're paying on entertainment is six to 10 times more than any of this other stuff. I would argue that you can't afford to do it. You may not want to afford to do it, but you can, the money is there. Something may have to give, you know, you may have to give up, um, football season, football tickets or season basketball tickets. You may have to give up the country club membership. You may have to give up something, but let me ask you this. Would it be better 30 years down the road to be 65 and, you are golden for retirement. I mean, you are ready to go. You got everything in line. You got plenty of money and you walk out the door and never have to look back. Is that better? Or is it, or is it better to be 75 still working full time, but man, you had a good time with the football tickets and the basketball tickets and the country club. I mean, that that's, that's the reality that a lot of people will face. So to say, I can't afford to do this stuff. No, I bet, all of you can, you just may not want to. And that, that's where the budget comes into play to show you where your money is going. So five things. Um, and if we can help you with these, and I guarantee you we can, yeah. give us a call at 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. Um, we're a financial planning firm, not a stock advisor necessarily, but a financial planning. Now let's look at the five we talked about very quickly and tell me in at the end of these five, you tell me this number one, tithe or give away to charity. Number two, get a hold of your savings or start savings. Number three, get control of your debt and start paying it off. Number four is uh, fees. Take a look at your investments and see, what, your see what you're paying. See how much you're paying in fees. And number five is budget and get a financial plan. Can any of you out there honestly tell me if you did three of these five things, wouldn't your finances be better and wouldn't you feel better? So why in the world, why wouldn't you do it? Or, or at least try to do it. Well, I, I don't have time to do that. Um, you don't have time not to do it. <laughs> if you don't do it for any other reason, do it for to teach your children how to handle their money. We know of more people 
that live paycheck to paycheck. On the outside, they look like they are doing well. And usually they're making a good income, but they're not handling it very well. Uh, if this is you, if you are worried every day about money, call us, 252-746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. So, trust in God. Save money. Reduce your debt. Cut your fees out for your investments. And put a plan together. Or get somebody to put a plan together for you. How can any of that be bad? Yeah, I mean, the the end result of all of those is more money in your pocket, closer to God. <laughs> well, the biggest thing is peace of mind. And peace of mind, yeah. I, I don't really see how any of that could have a negative outcome. Again, think about this. You say, well, what if I try it and it doesn't work? All right, if it doesn't work, you're right back where you started, which is no change. So the worst thing that happens is your situation stays exactly the same. And I can guarantee, I I mean, I can guarantee that if you do this stuff, your situation will not be exactly the same. It will will be vastly different. It'll work. You just may need to have to adjust. You know, like if you do a hundred dollars a week savings and you can't do it, drop it back to 50. Yeah. Just make it, make it, make it, make it work for you. And and there, there is no right or wrong way to do it. The only wrong way is to not do it. Just do it. All right. Beginning of a new year, beginning of new habits, beginning of, uh, an opportunity to be happy. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, hear the music in my ears. We've got to get out of here. I appreciate you letting us ride home with you today or visit with you this weekend, as the case may be. Look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.